Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matson, your director of fun and games for the evening. Woo! That was quite a win. Uh, man, that second period was some vintage Flyers Devils hockey, was it not? Uh, it's we joked on the show. I think just last week how the Devils don't play that way anymore. And then what were what were the shots in the second period? I gotta because the shot total twenty one twenty one. That's insane. Uh, what were they in the period, though? God damn, I hate this website so much. Seven five. Oh wow! <laughs> First period, it was seven five Flyers. Second, it was seven five Devils. Third, it was nine nine. My God! But hey, they come away with the win. Tack on a couple empty netters at the end to run up the score, and uh, good stuff. Good stuff. I thought. I joked that the game was boring, but at this point, I'll take a boring win. Um, Jake makes some plays tonight. We, I, I still like that uh, wheel line. I think there was a lot of encouraging things out of this game. Uh, Provorov was still up and down, but I think he, he made a couple of nice plays, had a few opportunities, so hopefully he's coming around. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just happy. I'll tell you what I was really – the goal aside, I think the goal really got Patrick going – because he had a noticeable game. Um, you know, he hadn't recorded a point but w- before the injury, but what was more uh, more concerning to me was he just wasn't noticeable. And for, you know, a center iceman of his skill level, you would think uh, you you would at least see him, like, even the, if the plays didn't materialize, setting things up uh, off the rush, on entries, uh, behind the net, whatever it be. Uh, and, and he just, it really just hadn't come, come to fruition yet, but, uh, you know, he's right back out there, uh, after, uh, whatever his injury was, gets the goal today, get him going. That's good. Connect me with a goal second in a row. Looks like he's going to get going a little bit. I'm just, I, I, I'm really liking that line, man. I'm really liking that wheel line. Uh, but I, I, you know, that was it. Good win. Uh, there's still a lot, still a lot about this team. That's just, um, frustrating and concerning but for today uh you know what what they give up two power play goals today yeah devil's power play two out of three uh they just can't they gotta not take penalties ever that's i you know <laughs> as much as i want to be a, a tough physical team um they can they can never ever take a penalty because it's a goal uh but yeah uh that dave hackstall quote if you saw me uh, i think dave isaac tweeted it and it was um, basically he acknowledged that the Sanheim Gudis pair has been their best pair, but uh, no, I'm not going to play them more because the other guys need to get going. Like I, he so he acknowledged it's not like you know the lie he tells himself. No, Andrew McDonald's actually good and shit like that. No, Chris Vandeveld is a necessary piece of our penalty kill. Like no, this was him acknowledging. Oh yeah, they're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanheim Gudis, they've been our best pair. Oh no, I'm 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 still gonna play them like a like, like a third pair. Like 
Gudis had another good game today. Uh, I, I was happy to see that. Sandheim's, you know, Sandheim's coming, coming, it's coming together for him. It's, I'm really looking forward to watching Sandheim progress this year because I just think he's going to get more and more confident and then the plays will come. He's been steady and I, I'm looking for him to become a playmaker as the season moves on. And I think he will. I think it's just going to, I think he's developing, you know, at his own pace, which is fine, growing confidence and, uh, the the big plays from Sanheim will come more regularly, I guess. Uh, that's really it. Uh, let's turn it over to you guys. I don't have a whole lot today, so we'll see how long this lasts. Whenever I say that, we go over an hour. I'm like, oh, it's an afternoon game. Who's even going to be hanging out like for the Facebook? You know, uh, and then I do an hour ten. So we'll see. We'll see. Your dog is amped about the win today. Absolutely. Closed it out. Yeah, that was good to see, too. You know, they give up the lead on the power play, uh, and you had to see it coming. The way the Devils started that period, I just went, oh, they're absolutely getting scored on. Uh, but to their credit, you know, they made the plays to uh, they made the plays to uh, to win it. They, they get the go-ahead goal. They didn't, uh, you know, they didn't give up the heartbreaker. And this is a team that gives up some heartbreakers sometimes. Uh, you know, didn't take another dumb penalty or something like that to really put themselves in a hole. So uh, good to see them close it out. And like I said, add those empty netters to run it up. So good stuff. Woohoo! Knock, knock, finally. Absolutely. Let's hear it, man. One, two, three, four. Solid all-around effort today. Yeah, that, uh, the first period was really uh, – the second was just boring as hell. Like, they had a couple power plays. They didn't get a shot for, like, the first seven minutes of the period or something. Um, but I thought the first period was uh, a really solid period outside of allowing, you know, the uh, the power play goal, of course. Um, I, I, was, I was just – that's the kind of structure when you're creating for yourself a little bit and responsible defense if you're just responsible defensively like okay they had the puck the whole time and we stayed in the passing lanes cool um but if you're not separating you know the opponent from the puck and turning it up ice what good is it you know you can't win a game zero zero uh but it was you know definitely a good all-around effort today Hell of a game by Jake. Uh, he was someone in the first period where I was like, ooh, we might be getting bad Jake today. And when I say bad Jake, you know, Jake's an excellent player. But there are times when he just can be super frustrating. And in, uh, in the first period and then maybe the very beginning of the second, I was like, oh, that's not going to be. But that pass to Nolan, Jesus, was that a beaut? And then that uh, just straight-up walk-around move. He just walked around Kincaid. He really – he – and again – Looking pass, and uh, Jake just turned on the Jets and actually beat him to the post. Because his it's a lot like his shootout move where he looks like he's going to try to beat the goalie to the post. The goalie overcommits, and then he slides it through uh, slides at five hole. And this was um, – this was he actually did go all the way around, walk around the goalie and take him to the far post. So that was, that was a beautiful move. Jake had a couple of dynamic offensive plays today for two of the team's three goals. And he had the uh, he had the long pass on who's empty on which empty netter was it the Lawton empty netter yeah he had the long pass there he's got eight assists already what was this their eighth game that's pretty good so does Giroux they both have eight assists that's good stuff Sanheim has four assists already I guess I didn't think he had that many good stuff for him too oh he had two today so that's all right I get it. All right, best effort so far, 60 minutes of play. Yeah, I wasn't um, 
the the second period was boring. Like they need to be better in the second period, but it's not like they didn't compete. You know, like you can always improve, but they had a lot of shots blocked, a ton of blocked shots today for the Devils. Uh, you know, it's not like the fly. The second period was boring as hell, but it's not like they didn't compete. And competing for sixty minutes is an issue for this team. Like I always say, no one dominates a game for sixty minutes. It's just not the way hockey's played. Um, but you need to keep yourself in the game. They just have those lulls sometimes where they give up one, and because they're so deflated from giving up one, maybe it was a bad goal, maybe it was a bad turnover, something like that. And then the other team scores, you know, right off the face-off, and now you turned one goal into two just because you weren't ready to play. Like, that kind of sag didn't happen today, even when the Devils scored. Uh, so that was that's uh, encouraging. And the Devils have been good, you know. Um we talked a lot about the Devils uh, leading up to the season on Ice Sport Radio, and I was a lot higher than, on them than everyone else. Um, I'm, that's, I'm not bragging about that. I, I, I hate the freaking Devils. Uh, but uh, I think they're going to surprise some people this year, and I like their roster a little bit more than uh, – a little bit more than – I'll say I'm not really surprised by their hot start. Now, do I think they're going to win the division? No. I think they're kind of just a, a – you know, a – three seed or wild card team, but uh, I, this is a good team they beat today. This is a real good, solid home effort for a win. Uh, Gudis has been awesome all season. I agree, man. Uh, I was really, really hoping that we could get, you know, the opposite of the Radko Gudis who played the second half of last season because that guy is not the Radko Gudis. That it, that was not the butcher, man. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Radko fan. But I will admit, uh, I was as disappointed in him as anybody on the roster uh, last year in the second half when he came back from that suspension. Uh, he was just not good. And he's been really, really strong so far. Glad Patrick looked good coming back from injury. That's encouraging sign, man. That's we need to get – he gets going. You know, Konechny gets going. That, that uh, you know – we're eventually going to get JVR back, and suddenly we'll be able to get to see. Uh, we'll be able to get to see what this team's really supposed to be. Hey, Bill, nice win. Hacked out, juggled the D pairs. What did you think of the changes? Uh, some changes were needed, man. Uh, listen, I I personally think when all is going well. Uh, Proverov and Ghost should be played together because the potential is just so damn high. I get wanting to spread around the talent, but the potential of having those two as a top D pair is so damn high that uh, I, I want them together. But it just wasn't working. For whatever reason, as good as they were, uh, you know, last season after they got put together in December 23rd, I think was the day, um, as good as they were all year last year together. Oof. Oof. Oh, I dropped my fidget spinner. I have to reach for it. I'm sorry, guys. Ugh. All right, I'm back. Uh, can't believe that quote from Hack about Gudis and Sandheim pairing was real. Yeah, I was. It, Isaac tweeted it, and I was just, oh, God, man. Love the balance in the forward lines. They got to slot Misha in on the fourth line. No, he can't sit for weeks. I agree. No, no, no. That's as much as I say if the top three lines are great, I'm not all that worried about the fourth line. Um, you need to play your best players. You absolutely need to play your best players. And after the first two games, Vorobiev sagged, and it was fine for him to come out for a day or two. You know, that's totally fine. Happens to everybody. You know, he's not a star. You know, we want him to be a good player. And I think when he's in the lineup, 
the team's better. But it's not like you're sitting Claude Giroux when you say sit Vorobiev. It's fine if he comes out for a couple for a game or two. But um, yeah, get him out on that fourth line, man. Just yeah. <clears throat> I have something with my throat today. I don't know what's up. Uh, sorry if this is like unlistenable right now. <laughs> Just having trouble with my throat for some reason. Uh, but yeah, it's um good to see. But we need Vorobiev back in the lineup, absolutely. That Gudis fall, though. Falls happen, man. It's, you know, didn't lead to a goal. It actually, you know, they, they came back and scored, so maybe it amped the team up. It's amazing what a team can do when they play defense. And that's, yeah, as much as I want to push the pace here, uh, and I think this team needs to attack, they need, that's, the only way to play defense in hockey is to play offense, which to me means you need to dominate the neutral zone. That needs to be your spot. Um, when the other team has the puck, you need to pressure the hell out of them and create turnovers in the neutral zone. And when you have the puck, you need to fly through the neutral zone, create entries, and get on offense. Um, they're getting there. Uh, the, as bad as they are in their own zone, they're pretty good in the neutral zone. So it's it's something to build on, definitely. Uh, like I said, it was a bit of a boring game, especially, you know, the first, first two periods. Uh, but... Maybe they just needed that. Maybe they needed to get back to structure and uh, things like that. Now, do they you know, need 12 shots through two periods? No, that absolutely needs to be a lot better. But I think this was a stepping stone game. Every time I say that, it's you know, two steps forward, one step back. So we'll see what happens next time they play. But I think this was something they can actually build on because you have close to your full lineup back, uh, you know, with Nolan Patrick slotting in, you get to – you know, do the things you want to do there and you're not juggling nearly as much. You get to put guys in the roles they're most comfortable in. And now it's just, let's go from there. So good building block win, I think. Love to see Patrick get a goal against Nico. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be a comparison. Um, you know, they're going to be compared to each other for the rest of their careers. It's going to be the, you know, they're in the division. It's Flyers, Devils. It was 1-2. They're going to be compared to each other. And listen, I like Nico a lot. I had, if the Devils had taken Nolan Patrick, I would have been real happy with Nico Heischer. Uh, But obviously, Nolan's our guy, so I want him to do better. Kelly says, William, the layer looks amazing. At first I said hair, and I was like, Kelly, you see me every week. This is what my hair looks like. But yes, the layer does look pretty great, doesn't it? I know you love my, I'm so bad at mirror imaging. I, oh my. I know you love the big me from the birthday party. Really solid effort across the board outside of special teams. That's, you know, I, I'm lo- the puck movement, the chances and everything are great uh, for the first power play unit, but my God, man, score a goal. The, on the other hand, we got a goal out of the second unit and it matches their total from last year. Um, I, I talk about it all the time. That second unit was like the worst thing ever last year. They scored, well, technically it was two goals. They technically scored two goals with all five guys from the second unit on the ice last year. Um, but the first one was a rush goal, and Gostaspare got a secondary assist on it because he passed the puck and then came off the ice. Uh, so they, they only had one goal where – the people who were awarded points on the goal on the second power, all 
two or th- all three of them were part of the second power play unit once all last season. They were a minus at five on four without Giroux on the on the ice last year. Like that's that's hard to do. Like honestly, that's uh, that might be harder than scoring goals yourself. Getting outscored by a team when they have less guys on the ice regularly. Just uh, woke up here in Australia. Uh, we won. Woo! Finally, what a good day it's going to be. That's awesome. You're watching in Australia? That's cool as hell, man. If I ever see you at a Flyers game, I'm going to grab that hat and curl that brim. Then you're going to buy me a new hat. I'm not 50 years old. I'm not walking around with a big bent brim. In all fairness, let's give them 20 games to see what we have. Lots of turnovers, lots of kids, a couple of key injuries. Consistency will come in time. Listen, I have a, I have a whole thing. Uh, consistency is great, and I know that they're going to be up and down. I know that there's going to be bumps in the road because that's what happens with young teams. My issue is they get blown out way too often. Uh, they have too many games where they lose by three or more. I mean, we're talking about games where they lose 6-0, 8-2. They lost three playoff games last year, 7-0, 5-1, 5-0. Like, that shit can't ha- – you can't not – like, you can't give yourself no chance. You, everyone else is playing a, an 82-game schedule, and you're playing a 76-game schedule. You're. It's really hard to keep pace, you know? <laughs> Still fire Hackstall. Oh, no, I listen, I have turned. Um, I have my turning point every, because once the season starts, I think it's, especially this early, I just think it's asinine to fire a coach. Like, if you fire a coach in October, that means you really don't believe in what you did, uh, you know, July to September. So, or you just didn't really have that much of a plan July to September if your coach has that short of a leash. Um, you know, if you didn't have the confidence in him to give him a month, don't bring him into the season. That said, uh, his stubbornness is becoming detrimental. Uh, becoming. I, his stubbornness is detrimental, and I am coming around on the fact that, yeah, replacing him midseason, or, you know, re- replacing him early in the year might not be the worst thing in the world. Because uh, I, I want stability once the season starts. Once the season starts, I want the players in their routine. I want them you know, comfortable, and I, I, I steady game plan, know what the game plan is, not have to learn a new system. Um and if there's not anyone great out there, then really what's the point? Um, but yeah. But I don't want to talk about firing the coach today because it was a good win. And now TK has his confidence going. Yeah, I don't think confidence was the problem, but I do think he was just kind of like, come on, go in. Like, I just need the one. And we were saying he just needs the one. And he got the one, and now he's got two. Bill, hot take. The new black uniforms are great, but not as awesome as the old black and white uniforms. Um, I like all their blacks. I Yeah, I'm um, trying to think. I guess, yeah, the Lindros era black jerseys are my favorite. But I loved the even the Reebok Edge ones, uh, like that Mike Richards wore. Um, I liked those, too, even though those were just ugly jersey designs to begin with. But they give me good memories. Like now I look back at, I can't believe I'm nostalgic for something that feels like it was a couple days ago. But I look back at those jerseys with nostalgia now. So even though they were shitty, they were our shitty jerseys. Uh, on pace for over 110 points. Yeah, he's awful. I I don't know who you're talking about. There must be, oh, it's a reply. So 
must be some sort of argument going on. Uh, where are we? Forwards back checked well today, too. That's when I talk about when I say the defense was bad. Yes, yeah, sometimes, the de- like, my God, that Anthony Duclair goal. Folin and Hag are just sitting there staring at him as he's on his ass, puck handling around them. Like, that's bad. When Christian Folin just falls down, that's bad. Like, but when I talk about the defense being bad overall, it's the team defense. Like, the forwards, you know, it's it's very important that they get back to help. Uh, like, Jake the other night didn't back check at all on the, uh, I think on the one Atkinson goal, if I'm recalling correctly, and it's just, you know, man, you can't coast out there. I uh, Come on. We just need to string these games together. No, yeah, they need to get something going. Like, win two, three in a row, man. Just give me a couple, give me a couple of days where I'm not complaining. You know, you have no idea how much I hate complaining. I, I know I get fired up and I seem to love to do the hot takes and everything, but you know how much better I'd like it if we can just come in here and celebrate and I could crack a beer and go, hey, good game today, guys, right? Like, I would love that so much more. I'm still not sto- I'm still not sold on the black jerseys, still in love with the orange. Hey, I love Flyers orange, man. Uh, don't get me wrong, but to switch it up, I, I like these a lot. Jake doesn't shoot, he deeks. Yeah, man, that was it was a beautiful move. If Wheel could stop taking penalties, he has a shot at staying in lineup. Yeah, he uh he made some plays again today, but he also did some eh, what did he have? Three penalties today? Where are you, Wheeler? Yeah, six penalty minutes. I mean, that's just it's not, you know. You can't be doing that. You can't be ta- – especially stick penalties, man. Like, you can't defend with your stick at all. If you get your stick in there, it's a, it's a penalty. Um, the one was that nonsense dive, though, right? That was on him. So, I mean, I get why maybe you could, could – yeah, Jordan Wheel for embellishment. Uh, like, he did go down easy, but it just kind of – I think he would have fallen even if the stick didn't get in there. I, like, I, it just looked like a weird. He kind of lost his. He just kind of lost his balance. I really, it didn't look like a dive to me. And I realize I'm a Flyers fan, so like I'm gonna say that. But you know, I call guys out for diving all the time. Uh, I think there's a reason Giroux doesn't get a lot of. I think Giroux doesn't get the superstar calls because. Um, he still has a reputation from earlier in his career where he said he had some egregious ones. I just remember why I think I was in the press box for it. I remember just seeing Giroux like get bumped a little along the boards and like launch himself to try to draw a boarding like that. It wasn't, you know, that wheel one today wasn't that. I love the black jerseys. Me too, Evan. We've been horribly overmatched last three playoffs. But okay, I don't. Are people in here really complaining about Giroux today? Good call from the coach to split up Provy and Ghost. I think Provorov got the hint that his top spot is earned and not a given. Yeah, I. No, I don't think that has anything to do with what's wrong with him. Nobody works harder than Ivan Provorov. That has nothing to do. He's just playing poorly. Like sometimes that happens. Guys get in a funk. I personally, I at this point watching just the way he's hold, like the way he, he 
the way he's moving his body when the puck is on his stick just isn't right. Like, I think the shoulder might still be an issue. I don't know. I I don't think it has anything to do with how he's worked or thinking that his spot is a given. That has nothing to do with it at all. That dude spends his off seasons pushing tires up mountains in Russia. Like, it's that's. If JVR gets hurt again, then what? I mean, then you continue to deal with it. I mean, if anyone gets hurt ever, then what? That's that's every player in every sport. That's what happens. It's sports. Guys get hurt. It's contact sport. Super impressed with Scott Lawton all this season. He's taken a big step, and I hope it continues. That dude is just working out there, man. He is – I can – I'm actually – I'm, like, enjoying watching Scott Lawton play, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's found a role in the team. I'm happy the coaches have confidence in him. I'm happy he's, like, taking it. He's going, this is my shot. He's finally just, this is it. I'm going to play my ass off, and whatever happens, happens. And it's working for him, man. I'm really digging what I'm seeing out of Scott Lawton. That's the Flyers I know. Sometimes you just need a hard-fought win to turn things around. Didn't like the second goal on Elliott. Man, Elliott just isn't very good. Uh, He was – fine-ish today, and that's what he is, fine-ish. That's who Brian – that's what you hope to get out of him, you know? Um, He goes – he just goes down a little too early for me, I think. Like, if teams really, really uh, focus on shooting high on Brian Elliott, they're going to light him up. But he was fine-ish today, and that's what you need out of him. Living in some kind of bizarro world where Gouda, Sanheim, Haig have been great, whereas Provorov has been struggling – he gets it figured out this defense is going to be very promising. And, yeah, that's the whole – it sucks he's playing poorly right now, but it's not – like, I know he's a good player. You know, I know he's good. So he just has to get it together. Um, I'm really starting to think it's an injury, though. That's it's just the way he's carrying the – and he carries the puck a little differently than than uh, some people to begin with. But I, it's just this – I. I I can't explain it. It's just when I'm looking at him carrying the puck, I'm like, "There's that's not natural what you're doing. Laterra had some nice shifts. Listen, man, <laughs> your Laterra can be my 4C right now, you know? Um, I'm I'm fine with it for, for the time being. Uh, now, yeah, you know, his contract expires at the end of this year, and uh, boom, that's it for him. And if it comes down to, like, him or Vorobiev, like, we decide Vorobiev can't play the wing on a fourth-line role or something, uh, and they're on, they're not going to move Laterra out of center, whatever, uh, obviously I want Vorobiev in there. But uh, for right now, Laterra's given me very little reason to hate on him. Uh, and, you know, I want to, you know, because they traded him for Braden Shen straight up. There's nothing else in that deal at all. Uh, they just, you know, got Yuri Laterra and nothing else. So, um, yeah. Morgan Frost and Joel Farabee. I'm going to call Joel Farabee Joel, just to let everyone know. It Like, I almost just did when I said his name first. I was like, no, wait, that's Embiid. His name's Joel. He's, he's like Otto, you know. It's not Joel. That's just Embiid. But, yeah, I'm going to be calling him Joel Farabee nonstop. Uh, but, yeah, Laterra, looking good so far. The way Simmer is playing, should he stay on the first line? Um, you know, I like that they have the option, and maybe it's the way to get something out of them. Uh, you know, at five on five, 
it's going to take a little while to figure out what this team's lineup is just because it's in flux with the injuries. Nolan Patrick's just working his way back now. JVR isn't back yet. So I think they're going to move some things around as the season goes on and find what's find what's really perfect for them. But I, I do like uh, I do like Simmer in that spot. Had to watch Devil's Feed today and listen to their announcers call Gudas Gudas all afternoon. Wow. Unpopular opinion, we should be in this lineup. He's been all right. Uh, they could use somebody. That's If Weiss is the Weiss we thought we were getting two years ago, and he showed glimpses of this year, um, if we have that rugged Dale Weiss that we think, uh, you know, that we thought we were signing when we did, cool. But, I, you know, whatever. It's Dale Weiss. Latera is faster this year. He looks like a different player. Hey, maybe he found a, you know, maybe he just found a great connect in Finland. Voracek, more like Skoracek. Hey, Bill, after the clumper, after the clunker against Columbus, that's hard to say, uh, what were the difference makers today to turn it around? Uh, oof, I mean, they competed today. Some of, like, some of that, they were just standing around watching too much in Columbus. And I'll, I'm not in that, like, when they lose, I don't automatically say, oh, it's the effort, because I don't usually think it is. But, man, this team just throws in some games where they don't compete sometimes. And I, I just keep going back to that Duclair goal. Like, hit him. He's already on the ground. He's playing the puck. Push him over. Push him over. Now nah, I'm just going to stand there, two guys staring at him. Oh, man, he's dipsy-doing around us. He's on his ass. He scores a goal. Like, no, that's not hockey. That's standing around and watching. Um, and I think they just committed. Like, they knew they had to have a good game today. That's If they lose today in front of the home crowd, shit's getting thrown on the ice. And, like, we're talking full-on mutiny on October 20th. Like, they had to come out and have a good game. To, and not just for that, for themselves. They needed a confidence booster. Like, they needed something to get them, mess, get them out of the funk they were in to start this season. And I really, really hope this was that. This looked like that kind of game today. Unbelievably, Folin looked pretty solid. Uh, yeah, that's he had that terrible game in Columbus where he was one of the worst players I've ever seen. Um, but he bookended it with two pretty strong performances. So we'll see. We'll see what he is. Um, you know, him or Andrew McDonald, what, you know, whatever. Uh, if he's a little more physical, which he looks like he is, I'll take him. That's, you know, and he's right-handed. That helps. Uh, yeah. We'll see with Follin. Uh He's played, you know, two of his last three games have been pretty good. Change in D partners, good decision by Hack. Yeah, they, it was. It, it, definitely, it definitely worked today. Uh, listen, I want Provorov Ghost together because the potential is so high. But it is not working, and we, we, we need to win games now. It's not about what could be. It's about winning right now, and uh, they did that, so cool. Not only did the defensemen play well today, uh, but it's nice to see the forwards coming back and helping out. Absolutely. It's a team defense, man. It's 5-1-5 five five out there. Neutral zone play was great today. Looked more like the team we saw at the second half of last season. Big relief. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um that's what they need to do for this team to be effective. They need to get takeaways in the neutral zone, 
neutral zone. Uh, they need to get takeaways in the neutral zone and turn them up ice. That's how this team has to play defense because they are so bad in their own end. They can't make passes. The breakout is a goddamn – it's a cluster. It's They just need – to be attacking in the neutral zone. And if they give up a rush, they give up a rush. Because if they get set up in the in the offensive zone, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a goal anyway. So take your chances in the neutral zone, create turnovers, uh, and and just attack. And I, I liked what I saw in the neutral zone today, absolutely. Ideally, you'd want Vorobiev in for Weiss or Laterra, but I've had no issues with their play this year so far. Oh, no, it's – listen, last year I hated Weiss and Laterra. Like – they were bad. They were ineffective. I've never I, – I, I said repeatedly, Weiss's first two years here, um, I've never watched a game and not – and, like, a guy played in the game and I didn't hear his name once for, like, a week. You know, like, I watched three straight games and Weiss was in the lineup and you would never know it. I never once heard his name. Um, that's impossible. And Latera was Latera last year. He was slow. He couldn't do anything – uh, but clean slate this year, especially Laterra. Uh, I gave him the I gave him the clean slate just for this year, and he's fine for now. Both of them are are, are fine. Uh, but you know, yes, there are. At the end of the day, we want the best athletes. We want our best players in. But right now, they're they haven't earned a demotion. You know, that's what I'll say about them. Is the lava lamp on? It is not. I elbowed this thing the other day and knocked it off, and it's broken. Um, I thought maybe it was just the light bulb, but no, it just doesn't work anymore. So i got to get a new one. Uh, I'll go to Target this week probably. Didn't have time today. Halloween party last night. It was a whole thing. Haven't washed my hair yet. Uh, It's tough for me today, guys. Simmer is looking so much better this season. I'm glad he's healthy. Me too, man. Like, no one – who doesn't love Wayne Simmons? I mean, he is a badass. He's everything we've ever wanted out of a hockey player and a Philadelphia athlete, and I just want that guy to be awesome. You know, that's – my head and heart say two totally different things about uh, about Wayne Simmons and his contract situation, but I'm deciding to just put all that off and enjoy – Wayne Simmons this year. I'm just going to watch him and enjoy him play hockey because, god damn, man, he's a fun player. Really bizarre how the on-ice mistakes have been down since AMAC hasn't been playing. Joe, I would love to agree with you, and they did play a good game today overall, but uh, you see that Columbus game, buddy? If you didn't, you made a great decision to not watch it because it was a disaster. Um but, you know, nice Bam Bam Bigelow shirt. What's up, Mikey? What did you think of Elliot today? Uh, fine-ish, you know, that's that's Brian Elliot. fine-ish. Where can I get a, where can I get a cutout of Bill's head? Um, DM Kelly Henkel. I bet she could hook you up. What a solid game by Gudis. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been good this year, man. He's finally uh finally back to he's not doing stupid shit, which is awesome. Um listen, I love the butcher, you know. When Gudis is just out there decapitating people, uh part of me loves it. But 
we need him on the ice and we need him playing well shift to shift. You know, if he's in the box for 10 minutes or he's suspended for a week, that doesn't really help you. So the fact that we're getting an under control Radko Gudis who is also contributing, because uh, we got under control Radko Gudis in the second half of last year and he was a shell of himself. He was a, like, he was a liability out there. And now, uh, now it looks like we're getting the Radko Gudis that, uh, you know, I love. Voracek looking like the team's offensive leader early on. Looks really good out there when uh, when he gets open ice. That's I mean he's a he's a hell of a player, man. That he's a his worst you know his down years. He's a three quarter of a point a game player. You know he's between there and a point a game plus. That's his. So like he's a he creates offense. That freaking pass today to Nolan Patrick. My God. Not crazy about the goal they allowed with Paul Mary standing right in the crease. Yeah, I, listen, I, I get I get as crazy about anybody. I get as crazy as anybody about how they don't defend the front of the net. But the truth is, you just can't be Darian Hatcher or Chris Tarian anymore. Like, you also aren't just allowed to pummel guys. Um, you know, there's ways to defend them, uh, but you need to – you have to defend against that in different ways. And if he's going to be standing there – Someone needs to be out on the shooter and taking that away. Block the shot, get in his lane, whatever. You need to take that away uh, because you're not allowed to pummel the guy if he doesn't have the puck anymore. Hey, Bill, was it goalie interference on the Boyle goal? Uh, looked like Elliot's stick was held. I didn't think so. Um, eh, I didn't think it was anything egregious. Um I thought he could have had it. I watched New York feed on center ice and couldn't tell who was on the ice. Too much black. The jerseys. Uh, that's, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. Come on, man. You should be able to tell by their stride. It's crazy we have a goalie with gray hair holding his own. Holding his own. He held his own today. I wouldn't say he has been doing so all season, but he held his own today. Dude, it's Saturday. Why don't you have a beer now? I don't think I'll be cracking a beer today. I, Halloween party last night. I make a delicious witch's brew. Uh, it's, a, it's always a big hit. I'm glad we got Nolan rather than Nico. I couldn't look at those eyebrows all season. Uh, would like for the Flyers to start a game stronger, giving up the first goal in seven of eight games so far. Ah, uh, yeah, the one goal, the one game they got the first goal and they got killed. So maybe that's their strategy. Maybe that's how they wake themselves up. You know, some people need a shot of espresso in the morning. Maybe the Flyers need, you know, to get scored on. I, I don't know, man. I would like to like get the first two goals of the game. That would be great. You know, one one, whatever, doesn't matter who scored first. Two nothing. Now that's getting a good start. What did you think of Simmer on the first line? I was, I've been, it's a good, it's probably the best use of Wayne Simmons at this point. Uh, and it gives you a little grit up on that top line. Um, gives you a little more defensive responsibility. You have three good two-way players uh, with him up there. So, you know, uh, 
it worked today, man. Everything worked today. So um, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, get him going at five on five, and that's a, that's a hell of a weapon. Bill, I'm with you on hack, but Lap, he has to go too. Our PK is just painful. To oh, no, I think the whole coaching staff needs to go. When I say Dave Hackstall, I mean Dave Hackstall and company. Do you think Hack just doesn't like Sanheim? Who knows, man? Now I think uh, I think he just has to earn his trust. It's it's tough with defensemen, you know. Like if Shane Gostisbehere doesn't have one of the best rookie performances by a defenseman ever, we may get the Sanheim treatment for Ghost. <laughs> but it just so happened it was basically Ghost and Braden Shen who took the Flyers to the playoffs in Hack's first year. Like basically put the team on their backs, and uh, you know we that's goes gets a little more rope, uh, and you know his second year he didn't. But I mean he's he always had more rope than Travis Sanheim. But if he doesn't have that crazy start, who knows? Uh, I think Sanheim just has to earn it uh, in the coach's eyes. I I, I think Sanheim is going to be fine, and I'm really looking forward to watching him progress this year. Can't wait to see what that kid's going to be. I love watching him skate, uh, but, you know, he just has to earn the coach's trust. I guess if Wheel was going down on his own there, there should have been no call, probably called the embellishment because they knew right after it shouldn't have been a trip. Yeah, that's that very well could be. Um, you know, you get the stick up and they call it. I mean, that's they just called that against the Flyers. Only the hook, I think they called a hook or a trip or whatever against Columbus, and they didn't call the embellishment. And it was that was a dive. Like no one's that weak on their skates. Love the black jerseys. Me too, Beth. Uh, we just beat the hated Devils at home by three goals. The defense played better, and the offense netted five goals. What's the what's to complain about, people? Oh no, uh, today was great. Um, my complaints about this team have nothing to do with individual games. It's, uh, but I don't want to complain today. That's the thing. I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy a win because, my God, this season's been off to a ridiculously depressing start. First live, listen religiously. Welcome, Greg. Jake can score. He certainly can. I gotta get one of them black jerseys home to Sweden. Go for it. Positive. We are almost scoring four goals a game. That's part of my disappointment in this early season was like, ah, come on, man, one nothing, eight two. I really thought this team could score, and obviously that shit just happens throughout the course of a season. You're gonna have games where you just can't buy a goal. But I really, really thought that this team could score. Could they defend anybody? I had no idea. Could the goalie make a save? I had no idea. But I thought if they were gonna lose, they were gonna lose six five. And I'd much rather watch that than lose two to one because that just means the game was boring and they lost. I want to see Alex Lyon up here after Pickard's 10 game cup of coffee starting Elliot. Starting Elliot can back up. I, yeah, maybe. I, I, I honestly think, like, Stolar should get a shot at some point just because I think he has the highest upside. I don't know what Lyon is. I don't know if Lyon's better than Elliott. He probably isn't. Uh, we'll see. But they need to do something, you know. 
Elliot was, again, fine-ish today, but this goalie situation is going to hurt them. Really like the lines today. I, I'm interested to see how these combinations fare. Let's keep them together a couple games. Let's see them build some chemistry. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I was happy with what I saw in terms of the combinations today. Does Pickard start on Monday? Doubtful. Um, Hack is really, at least as far as he's said, committed to uh, Brian Elliott as the, Brian Elliott as the number one. Uh, they're you're going to have to work Pickard in. Obviously, uh, they can't do what they did to Elliott last year and just leave him in for weeks at a time. And they're, oh man, I can't believe the 33 year old got hurt. We only played him every game in the month of December. Well, if you can't believe that, you're an imbecile. Uh, yeah, they got to mix him in, but. Coming off a win, I would think maybe they, they go Elliot. They go back to Elliot again Monday. Nice win. Enjoyed the game. As did I, Nick. Fallen was terrible in Denver as well. Yeah, that one was, you know, I, I'm just – his last three since they actually took out McDonald. Uh, I was focusing on there. But, no, yeah, he, was, he had a Johnny Oduya-esque start in Denver to his season. Bill, what do you think of Coot's game so far this season? He's been quiet. I mean, he has a few goals. Uh, I think he's going to get it going. Um, you know, even when it was happening last year, we like is is Sean Couturier a thirty goal scorer? Probably not. Is he a seventy five point guy? Probably not. Um, doesn't mean he can't be. You know, a twenty four goal scorer and a sixty point guy. I think those things are still very much possible. And this power play just needs to get it going. The first power play unit needs to score more than they're scoring. Um, that's all there is to it. That, that's the heartbeat of the team. When that power play is going, this team is super confident. Everyone's flying around. The, when the power play is hot, this is a different team. You know, um, Giroux one of the best power play distributors ever. Sean, Wayne Simmons is one of the best net front guys in the league. Jake Voracek, Shane Gossespierre. I mean, this power play should just be scoring more, and that'll, you know, that'll get Coots going as well if he remains in that in that, uh, in that, in that slot spot there in the Braden Shen spot, um, you know, that'll pick his numbers up too. I think a lot, I think, uh, you know, those guys will get going, but they have to soon because it's a, they're a good team when their power play is going. Are you guys still releasing podcasts on Google play? I believe so. Um, far as I know, yes. Did you see Matt Reed just got slotted on Wild's first line? Good for Reader. Uh, yeah, I like Matt Reed, man. I mean, he lost a scoring touch here. Um, but he was uh, – I never once questioned Matt Reed's effort. You know, I that dude worked four years at Bemidji and undrafted free agent, makes the team, 20 goals as a rookie, killed penalties for you, did whatever, did whatever he was asked. Went down to the AHL, you know, requested a trade. They didn't trade him. I guess there wasn't much interest because why wouldn't you just trade the guy? Um, you know, didn't pout, mentored the guys down there, came up at the end of the year, actually, like, improved the penalty kill somewhat as much as you can improve something that's absolute rubbish, <laughs> you know. Um, they were up at, like, 80% or so, which is insane for them. I mean, it's it's, you know far cry from really good, but considering they were 
bottom. They finished the league. You know, they finished the year third worst in the league. Um, he, you know, he's a worker. I'm happy for that guy. I want to see him have a, you know, a good long career. He's already had a hell of a career. I mean, to be an undrafted guy and be in the NHL for more than a couple of days is great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely happy for Reed. Are you guys still going to a road game this year? If you are, where? I believe the Chicago game in March, but I'm not positive about that either. Uh, I, if you haven't noticed, I uh, I do the talking, and other people do the uh, you know the actual work, planning things, making thing, making sure things go well, you know, making sure I'm awake, doing doing the things I need to be doing. Uh, I'm not. Not the best planner, not the most organized guy. Um, that kind of – I think we're going to the Chicago game. I, I don't know. As far as I know. I would love to. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I know Fans of Philly is running a trip there. And if you've never been on a Fans of Philly trip, first class, man. They are absolutely awesome. Uh, highly recommend going to their website, checking out a trip. It's not just Flyers trips. Check out any trip they're running. Uh, I think they're going to New Orleans for the Eagles game. Uh, fans of Philly, is, it, they're they're really great. Uh, their Vegas trip last year was top-notch, man. Folks need to relax about D-Minutes. Provorov and Ghost are going to get the lion's share, whether paired up or split. Guys like Sanheim and Haig are going to get time. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. It's The D-Minutes, to me, just – I. I'm not begging the coach to play Sanheim and Gudis 24 minutes. Like, that's not what I want. I'm just saying, if you openly say, yeah, they're playing real well. They've been good for us. No, I don't think I need to give them more time. Like, all right, man. Like, what did they play today? All right, so Provorov led the way with 23-24. Ghost right behind him at 22-01. Then we had Haig at 19-38. And then there's Gudis. So he got the fourth most uh, at 17-09. Follin at 16-55. And then Sanheim 14-14. So, yeah, like, you know, just play them like a second pair. I don't know. Just, you know. But I think just mixing it around and trying out different com- – that's the – mixing up the guys, trying it like a second pair um, – or I'm saying two different things right now. Uh, mixing the combinations, just getting everybody a little bit of ice time with everybody I don't think is the worst strategy in the world for this team. Um, yeah, I, I'm all for chemistry. I'm all for just having the guys be comfortable with who they're out there with. But, uh, man, like these <laughs> – his defense isn't good, so we just need to get players on the ice and see if something works. At this point, you know, I, I don't need three set D pairs. <laughs> I just need I just need competent players, and whoever they're out there with, they're out there with. So I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for them to juggle the D pairs a little bit. The face-off percentage was insane today. Yeah, face-offs are... It starts the play, so it's a quantifiable board battle, or it's a quantifiable battle. But I don't think they're any, like, on a whole, I don't think they're any more important than um, any other battle, really. 
Uh, when you win 73%, like they did today, that's absolutely freaking awesome. Like, yes, huge. But over, over the course of a season, like, if you win 54% of your face-offs, that's not that many. Um, that said, you know, offensive or defensive zone face-offs on special teams are huge. Uh, killing a penalty, winning it, getting that first clear before they can set up, gigantic. Um, power play, winning it, getting set up right away, getting the full two minutes, huge. Uh, but, you know, half the face-offs are just some five-on-five neutral zone face-off. It's, a, it's way more important what happens right after than who wins the initial face-off. But, yeah, winning and you know, winning 73% on the day is huge. You're just going to have the pu- – that's, that's not a thing that happens all the time. And the Flyers are a pretty good face-off team. Um, but you're not going to win 73% most days. When you do, awesome. This is what happens. Flyers had the puck a lot today, and they won the game. What was the JVR injury? Did, was it a broken leg? I can't remember. I, th- I don't know if they disclosed it. Let me, like a real bad bone bruise or something? I don't know. Um, in, info on Coots not practicing? I believe I heard it was a maintenance day. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think I heard the Coots was a maintenance day. Oh, Michael. Coots had a scheduled maintenance day. Thank you, Michael. Uh Coots hasn't practiced after games yet this season. I mean, he's going to – listen, he tore his MCL again. Like, you know, he, he's going to – they're going to they're gonna get him out there to, uh, to play in games, and you can play on it, but they're not going to push him. You know, they're not going to do too much. And uh, you need to stay in shape throughout the season and everything, but, like, in-season practices are just not I, – I don't care. I really just don't care about them. <laughs> was hoping for a bit more goals from Lindblom after what he showed us in preseason. And he has like two or three, right? I mean, he's creating offense right now. That line is flying around creating offense. That's all you can do. Goals will come. It looked like Gudis took a lesson at Max falling down school. I almost freaked out when the Devils almost scored on that turnover. Uh, good back play by G to help break up the rush. Yeah, that, and that's they made forwards did several uh, forwards made several plays getting back on defense today, and that's what you need. You need yeah, you know, it's five on five out there. Is there any way we can get Simmer a new deal with all the contracts coming up? TK Patrick, etc. I love the guy. I hate to see him in another sweater. I think there's definitely a way to get it done. Uh, just really. I just wonder what I just wonder what kind of term um Hextall's willing to give him because I could almost guarantee you he'd get seven out there. Um maybe they do the uh maybe they go the JVR route with him and get him to do five and elevate his cap hit a little for a shorter deal, but I don't know. Whatever contract he signs, whether it's here or elsewhere, I'm going to be very interested in seeing what the numbers are. You do great work on the post-game, Bill. Thanks, Alvin. Who are Bill Matz's three stars of today's game? <sighs> well, you got to go Voracek first star. I mean, he was just found out there. 
um, just making making huge, huge plays. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go Radko Gudis. I, I just really, really liked Gudis's game, and that Konechny goal was pretty. I really like that shot. I love when he shoots, man. He's like the one guy who can shoot on this freaking team. Uh, am I going to go him? Or am I going to go Nolan Patrick? Because Nolan finally had a noticeable game. I'm going to go Nolan Patrick. Uh, let's. He, he made some good plays out there, got on the board, got the goal. Um, let's see him get going. I'll make him third star. El Chapo Latero with the empty net assist. Time to celebrate in the back with some blizzo. Hashtag blow cane. You guys are never going to let this go. Will Lawton get more minutes if he continues to play this way? I mean, absolutely. He's going to play up in the lineup, uh, especially, you know, while uh, while JVR is out, he's going to get a chance uh, up in the lineup. But I'm just happy that he's here and making the most of his opportunity, uh, whether it's fourth line, third line, however they're going to use him. Uh, I'm just happy he's getting his chance and making the most of it. I'm so excited for my gritty t-shirt Monday. I got to get one of them. I got to somehow figure out a way to get one of them. Will you be going to the game versus the Blue Jackets Saturday, December 22nd? I'll be coming home from Georgia and get to finally see a home game. Uh, I mean, I do not cover games the way I used to. Uh, I, I rarely get up into the press box anymore because I'm here. I, I've... What I loved about the press box was the view. I loved being able to see the whole ice. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, everything else, I just don't. I don't care to see. I'm a fan, man. Like, I, I realize I, I have a journalism degree, but I am not a journalist. I am a fan. I call myself a fanalist. And I think that, like, I don't think sports are supposed to be this joyless. I'm a journalist. I watch, you know, I have a, I'm an unbiased professional. Why? Why are you even in the business then, man? <laughs> like, that's boring as hell to me. I want to I wanna cheer when my team scores. And uh, so I don't really get to as many games. And I, I'd rather do this. Like, I get to be in my little recording studio made out of movers blankets and talk to all you guys. And, you know, I can't do that if I'm listening to Dave Haxtell ramble on after the freaking game. Uh, and if you don't go, like, it's why is he even here if he doesn't go to the press conference? Because it's boring as shit. Bill, do you foresee a package trade which includes a max contract and other players so that we can have cap space to re-sign Simmons? I don't. Uh, one, who would trade for Andrew McDonald's contract? Who would do that? Um, Andrew McDonald's going to be here this year and one more. That's going to happen. And he's probably going to be in the lineup pretty regularly. So, listen, I want a Mac going as much as ever, anybody. But they have cap space right now to re-sign Wayne Simmons. They have $8 million, I think, was the last thing I saw. Let's see. They have enough cap space to resign, and they're going to have more after this season, even with uh, even with McDonald still here. I mean, yeah, Laterra's a UFA after this. Michael Roffel's a UFA after this. I'll be sad to see him go, but he will. Uh, Jordan Wheel's a UFA after this. We'll see if he earns another contract. Uh, yeah, Folan, so, and both goalies. So there's, you know. All three goalies, actually, with Neuvert, too. He's on IR. There he is. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they, they're they going to have a ton of space to be able to get something done with Simmons. 
just a question of what both sides are, are looking to do. You know, I just don't know if I don't know if Hextall is willing to give Wayne Simmons what Wayne Simmons could get on the open market. And after being criminally underpaid for the entire length of the contract he's finishing up now, I assume he's going to want to go trying to reconnect. I assume after being criminally underpaid, you know, the entirety of the contract he's finishing up now, uh, Wayne Simmons is going to want to try to go get every penny as he should. He's earned it. Jesus. If anyone in this league has earned his money, it's Wayne Simmons. No purple Phantoms jersey? Nah, man, this is my jersey from 98 when I had season tickets. I'm still trying to figure out uh, – you can't – there's too much glare. I have some signatures on here, and I know who all of them are, except one. I've been trying to figure it out. I have Bruce Coles. I have Dave McIsaac. I have John Stevens. I have Frank Bialois. And on the sleeve, I have Sean McCosh. But up here on the shoulder, I have no idea who this one is. Uh, I, I – I'm going to have to go – I'm going to – I have my media guides actually right here. You can't see them. They're under the Halloween bucket. Um, I'm going to have to go through it and just try to figure out who that is because it's been bothering me since I hung it up. thing's been in my closet for years. I haven't seen it. And was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to switch up the jerseys and threw that in my, uh, my Charleston Chiefs jersey up there. Hey, Bill, will you be doing post games next week? BSH Radio Monday. They play Monday, so I'll be doing post game on Monday. And then we are recording BSH Radio on Tuesday to accommodate for the game. Um, yeah, so just a flip there because we, we pick Mondays because they don't play that many Monday games. But when they do, we try to, we try to work around it. So, uh, yeah, we'll record BSH a day late this week. And uh, I'll do post-game Monday. I'm doing pretty much all the post-games all year. Uh, I have a couple of days where I'm not going to be available. But other than that, I'm going to be doing all the post-games. Win the next two on pace for 98 after first 10. Success. I need a 100-point season. I need a division title this year. You know, I... I need to challenge for the division. I want to be top two in this division. That's, I'm tired of being on the road. I'm tired of having the, the bad matchup in the first round. Uh, I want, I want top two in the division. Way more physical today. They were a bit more physical. Uh, when Christian Folan brings his physical game, it's a night, it's an added bonus. Uh, and I thought he did that two games ago or three games ago, and then in the Columbus game, he brought nothing. I can't believe he even took the ice. I can't believe he had enough equipment because he didn't bring anything else. Uh, but again, today he was physical, and you know Haig's always doing what he does. But I thought there was more of a concerted effort to get into pucks first, win the battles today, absolutely. That gritty, though. Who doesn't love gritty? How can you not love gritty? He's a lot of fun. Oh, man, we're over an hour. Let's uh, Let's wrap it up, I guess. Wow, time flies when they win, man. It's not like nearly as painful to do this and just sit here and be mad and then have to read other people's mad comments and get more mad because the game was such shit. It's so much better when they win. All right, guys, that is all the time I have for you this week or well, this week on this post game. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for joining me. Um, big win today. Go crack a beer and celebrate. It's Saturday. Saturdays are for the beers. Uh, yeah, that's it. Have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. 
And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>